a little background of what took place and how this came about. A few days ago, I was in, had been in the Rhema study and <clears throat> had just finished up in the Rhema study. And I received um, messages from uh, something I subscribe to, and it's from the Masonic Bible Ministry. And this particular day, it was talking about when God appeared before Moses as a, the burning bush. And it said he gave Moses five grace expressions of five, I put grace, because five meaning, the, and it was his grace, of course, that he gave them the five expressions of de redemption. And I have never seen this before, nor even thought of it as in reading the word but they truly were expressions of redemption. And I'm gonna give you the Hebrew word for each one <clears throat> and tell you what they mean. The first word, uh, the first expression was the word hatziti, and it means I will bring out. And you know me, I want you to hear and take personally what is being said. Amen. Take it personally. Okay. And it was hot ziti. I will bring out. He will bring them out from the suffering in Egypt. That was number one. Number two was hitzalti. I will rescue. He will rescue from slavery. Number mm -hmm. three was gay alti i will redeem he will redeem them from the oppression with an outstretched arm number four was lake uh, lake Achti. i will take he will he will take them as his own nation Number five is he viti, bring back. He will bring his people back into their land. And that was the five expressions. And if you, you can see, then you can see exactly that this is what's taking place Amen. in us. Each one of these expressions of redemption. We can see that this is taking place right now amongst us in True Gospel Ministries. Amen. I saw this is what God is doing in TGM through us staying in the rhema more than necessary daily Glory and in triune giving, the acts being at the root of all evil, the love of money. He is bringing us back to the beginning, our beginning state. Jesus. His mindset, no longer the mindset of mystery of Babylon, the mother of all hearts, Amen. the world system, but the kingdom of God, hallelujah. In the five expression, he says he will take them back to their land. For us, that would be Eden, a place of milk and honey, just relying on him in any and all situations. His mindset, hallelujah, hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Him directing our path, his goodness. Amen. Him bringing us, hallelujah, 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 Holy hallelujah. Him Lord. being our problem solver. In Genesis 1:31, hallelujah, it says, and God said everything he had made and beheld, it was very good. Mm. This was after God had made man. He spoke it that everything he made was very good. Hallelujah. He is taking us back to his mindset, goodness, our beginning place before the fall of man. That's Hallelujah. what I saw in this. Hallelujah. This is what I saw. And I just give God glory and I want everyone on the line and everyone to hear this message really just know that's the place that he wants to bring his people. 
Amen. That's the place where he first, where it all first began. Hallelujah. We just got to just be faithful in what he has told us to do. He is not instructing us to do any of this for himself. Yes, we are his people and he gets the glory. But look what's taking place for you personally. A place that he can only take you back to. Amen. His mindset. Amen. And that's my excerpt for this morning. Praise be to God. That you can prophetically see uh, through that, you're reading about the five graces that, that were given to Moses about what God was going to do for his people. You can see it. And in fact, in, in so much of today's message, uh, you're going to hear that again. And I, I didn't realize how similar uh, uh, your excerpt was to what God was going to be teaching on today for us. So powerful and so true. We are in a position, we are in a place where I feel like everything and anything is is has been made possible to us. There's, I mean, there is no restrictions Amen. between physical healing to prosperity to absolute joy. I mean, absolute manifestation of all things. I just, we're right there and it's taking place. I'm not just hearing it. I'm seeing it. And it is a tremendous, tremendous position to be in. This is the great salvation that the Bible talks about that should not be neglected. We have been saved in every area of life and, and his goodness, his mindset is revealing that. It's revealing it and it's authentic. It is organic. It's real and it's tangible. It's, it's yes, achievable. It yes, it it's is. so achievable. The only thing we have to do is continue to, to worship God the way that he's been teaching us to honor God as he purposes in our hearts and to continue to be integrous and stick to it. Don't walk away from it. And I promise you, God in this time and in this season is, is absolutely going to be revealing his goodness to all of us. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen right now and we'll just keep rolling. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share my notes for those of you that are watching visually uh, or on your devices, or if you if you don't, if you're not, just put your ear to it and really listen. I have a very short but powerful message that the Lord has really placed in my spirit, and uh, yeah. it's picking up from what we what we dealt with on Thursday. If you haven't heard Thursday's message, please go back and listen to it. I don't want you to miss anything in this series. I want all of us unified, moving, and receiving the goodness of God together. I want the oneness that God has prophesied we would have. And I want to see that anointing of unity. I mean, like, like it was the oil running okay. down the beard of Aaron. I want yes. everybody touched, delivered, set free, and blessed because we're all moving in the same rhema on this goodness here. Uh, today's uh, title for today's study is we have been positioned to believe, to see his goodness, not just feel his goodness. So we have been positioned to believe, to see his goodness, Amen. not just feel his goodness. We all agree that when we're in the rhema word together and we're all in these messages that there's a, such a feeling of good or goodness, it just overcomes us. There's the peace of God, the propitiation that he sets us in, it's wonderful. It is good. And we can feel it. But God is letting us know by, by what, what he taught us on Thursday and what he's been teaching us. We're not just ordained to feel. We've been ordained to see. And God wants to take your belief and take it from just uh, uh, from in the internal part of you, uh, of your being. And he wants it to he wants you to start believing for the external side for the manifestations of things because of the goodness of God. On Thursday, we learned that when God said it, he saw it. And when God saw it, that's when he declared it good. So it's awesome that we hear what God is saying, but the fullness of goodness comes when we see what God has been saying. Amen. 
that's when goodness is fully manifested. So as, again, we just learned that God's goodness is beyond just hearing his word. But the fullness of God's goodness is manifested when we see his word in and on our lives. The goodness of the Lord isn't just feeling good, as I stated, because of the rhema word. The goodness of the Lord is living good because of the rhema word. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. He's not just trying to make you feel good in the moment, people. That's, that's not what the goodness of God is defined as being. The goodness of God is useful. It's beneficial. It's valuable. Yes, it affects the mind agreeably, but it's affecting the mind agreeably so that it can become beneficial to you. So affecting the mind is the beginning of God's goodness, but when it becomes beneficial, it becomes, it, it's that, that the, what's been written in so many of prophetesses' prayers, uh, from the inside to the outside. So the goodness of God, yes, wants to affect our minds agreeably, but then it wants to bring us into the uprightness of heart and life. So it wants our life in uprightness, not just our interior. He wants the exterior to be upright. He wants the exterior of your life to really move in, in, in the value of who he is. Amen. He's the God of more than enough. He is the God that healeth all our diseases. This is this is where goodness wants to manifest. That's why I've been saying, and I can't stop saying, and I don't think I will stop saying, that's why he laid the ax to the root. He's smashing the root, so there'll be nothing to uh, stand in the way of affecting your mind in agreement with his. There'll be nothing in the way that stops the, uh, the authenticity of God's mindset flowing through you. That's so God. now, this, today we're talking about our belief going to not just feeling it, but our belief is going to launch in seeing it. It's going to be, you're going to, you're going to sit there and believe. The writer says in Psalms 27 and 13, I had fainted, he says, unless I had believed, listen, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, I would have fainted if I didn't believe I was going to see it, Amen, not just God. feel it. I would have fainted if, listen, this is why some of us faint. This is why some of us give up. This is why a lot of things don't manifest. Why? Because we're not believing to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I love how the writer, I love how David wrote this, and it's really powerful. I even appreciate the italicized part where it said I had fainted because yes it's exactly what we experience see when you only get on the line for a feel good moment don't stop there it, that, that's not where we're to stop no you take that that, 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 that that moment where your mind was affected in agreement and you hold that and now you shift it to the place now now I'm going to see what my mind is in agreement with Hallelujah, Jesus. There will be no fainting when you start to believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The word see means this. It means have experience. We all, this is from old store. It means to have experience with. It means to enjoy or to find out. It means it becomes visible. So now you're not just feeling this, but you're healing you will experience your breakthrough. You will experience your prosperity. You will experience and not only experience, you will enjoy what you're seeing. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to find out that this thing is, oh my God, this is real. Yes, God. It's going to become visible to you. We're called to enjoy and to have experience in the goodness of God and for his goodness to be visible on our lives. We have to come to the point of believing to see people. I'm telling you, we've got to continue to allow God to lay the ax at the root that as he purposes in our hearts, we honor and worship him. And as we do that, I'm telling you, the authenticity of you believing to see is going to be automatic. 
His goodness is ordained to get us to the finish line in every race that we run in this life. His goodness has been ordained to get you to the finish line, to bring you into the place of victory that you don't, man, hope never becomes deferred. Why? Because the goodness of the Lord is, your faith in his goodness is that you're going to see. You're going to see it in the land of the living. I love that. Listen, the word land of, the two words land of means the whole earth as opposed to part of it. So goodness, listen, is ordained. When I read that, the whole earth as opposed to a part of it, goodness is ordained in every part of your life. The That's whole good. earth is ordained unto God's goodness. Not just part of it, not just part of your life, not just the time that you're on the line listening to the rainbow, that's when goodness is there. No, it's ordained to the entire part of you, all of who you are, everything that you're trying to achieve and accomplish. God's goodness has been ordained to be right there for you. And the word living means this is what it wants to do, to cause you to live prosperously. It wants to quicken you. That means give you life. I like this right here. It also means be restored to life or health. All right? The land of the living, it wants, it wants to happen. Listen, this is not for the sweet by and by. It's for right now. Amen. The whole earth, the land of the living. This is for right now. Get that in your head. It's for you to be restored unto life and health. And then the last definition of living means to live forever. This will go on unto eternity, not because of eternity, but it goes unto eternity that you'll That's live prosperously. You'll be quickened. You'll be restored. Life and health restored in you. What part of you? Every part of you. God, I heard this just now. God is vested in everything you're doing. God is vested and wants to give you his outcome, the best, the value of himself concerning everything you are trying to achieve. Bottom line, God wants you to have the best of the best in every area of living. So now the writer said, I would have fainted lest I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Start to set your sights even right now. Don't wait until the message is over. Start to set your sights on be believing God to see, not just feel, but you will see the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Where? Amen. In every area of your life. Amen, God. In every area of your life. I don't care what it is. It doesn't make a difference what it is. You will experience the goodness of God everywhere in this life. Right now, I'm prophesying to someone right now, you will experience the goodness of the Lord. Ah, let there be no resistance. Don't there? No, 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 no. The part of the goodness is let God affect your mind agreeably right now. Let God give you his thoughts. Receive what he's saying to you. It's that easy. Just submit. Surrender to what the word of the Lord is saying to you right now. This is the goodness of God. This is the commencing of his goodness. That he's sharing his rhema word. He's sharing with you right now. There's intellect, his mindset. These are his thoughts. This is what's on his mind concerning you, that he wants you, somebody's getting it, he wants you to receive the goodness, his goodness now, all of his benevolence in any area that you have needed, just receive it. Why? Because he's sharing his word with you. When God said, God saw and said it was good. It was the combination of the two that made it good. He said it. The earth agreed with it, and it became so. Let it be in you right now. God is healing you. God is delivering you. Mm, glory be to God. God is restoring you. 
He's saying it. You agree with it. And let it be so. Let him call it good. Let the full manifestation come to you. Deliverance of all kinds. Healing of all kinds. God's saying it. You're agreeing with it. Let him call it good. You are the land of the living. And he wants to touch the whole part of you. He wants to bring prosperity to you. He wants to restore life and health unto you. Hallelujah. And he'll cause you to live forever. Hallelujah. So we have to believe, there's an anointing on the line right now. We have to believe that we will live prosperously. Our health always will be restored. Amen. And we will live forever. The writer said, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord. Bless you, God. Hallelujah. Our health will always be restored and then we will live forever. This is the mission of God's goodness. But again, the key is we must believe that we will see it. And I love how God set that up. There's no works in believing either. Why? Because he laid the ax at the root mm -hmm. to disconnect everything that is contrary to what he's saying. The root of all evil is disconnected. We honor God with our substance. And because of that, we are, we've entered in and been positioned to receive the mind of God in authenticity. You will not faint and you will believe to see because you will have no distractions. You see, when we just feel it, we can and we most times will faint when you're just in the moment of feeling it. Feeling good right now, that's not God's, that's not the total will of God. But to feel good, now, affect the mind agreeably now so that your belief can kick in in seeing it. God wants you to see it because whatever he said, he saw and then declared it good. Listen, seeing is a must for the goodness to be fully manifested. All right, now that I've got your attention, this is the part I really wanted to get to here. With the ax being laid at the root, it develops the surely anointing. That's right. I call it the surely anointing. I didn't call it. Actually, God gave that to me. It develops the surely anointing. Thought about you here, Evangelist Benita. This is your kind of word right here. The surely anointing and oh, attitude. When the ax being laid at the root, it's laid at the root. It develops a surely. All right. Now watch this. Watch this. A Psalm of David, I'm reading Psalms 23, verses 1 through 6. It develops a surely anointing. Remember we learned that in goodness, goodness is knowing that you know? Well, listen to how David knew that he knew. It says, a Psalm of David, verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's ridiculous right there. We, we, we use that as a cliche sometimes, but boy, that is a powerful, surely anointing. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. How many people can say that with a surely anointing? He says, he, listen to all these surely. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters, the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Verse five, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Glory be to God. And here's where surely kicks in. But it kicked in in verse one, but he reveals where he's at. Surely, goodness and mercy Hallelujah. shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, verse six, we always like to look at that. But the whole one through six, David is under the surely anointing. Verse six, he's just letting you know, this is where I'm at. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now watch this now. The entire Psalm 
as David speaking under the surely anointing and attitude. Not just verse six, but in all the verses, you can hear his confidence in every area of his life. That's what we just learned. He will, he will bless us. He will surely, we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. All right. And we learn that where it's the whole earth. David is prophesying to his entire life here. He's speaking with a surely anointing confidence. Why? Because goodness was following him. He yes, was being Lord. filled with the mind of God. And because yes. his mindset was God's mindset, yes. he could speak like he spoke. Yes. Surely, listen, not just verse six, but all the verses. In the first verse, he says, surely, this is where surely, surely was on his lying down in prosperity and peace. Then he discovers, he, he reveals, surely was on his soul being restored if it had a bad moment. He said in, in another verse, he says, surely on the areas of life that weren't in righteousness, they would line up in righteousness. These are his surely's here. Surely was on having no fear of evil. He knew it had no attachment to him. Surely was on the fact that God was with him and God was leading him. Surely was on God prospering him in front of his enemies. Surely was on his mind being fully covered when he said, you anoint my head with oil. Surely was on the fact his mind was being fully covered in the anointing. Surely also was on him living in the overflow of God. Surely also was on goodness and mercy being there every day, all day. And last but not least, surely was on him being saved for eternity. David knew that all the areas of his life were covered because of why goodness was following Hallelujah, him and Jesus. mercy was following Hallelujah. him all the days of his life. Surely was right there. Surely was his attitude. Why? Because surely is God's attitude about us. Surely I will heal you. Surely I will deliver you. Surely I will prosper you. And David said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. You see, David understood the power and the anointing that was good. He had an understanding of what was on him. And because he had an understanding, he had a surely anointing with a surely attitude about anything he might be facing. If you listen to the scriptures again, you can hear how it covers every area of life. It covers his falling. It covers his rising up. It covers when he goes to sleep. It covers his money. It covers everything. It covers protection. It covers all areas. It covers fear not being there. It covered every part of his life. And then he rounds it off. Why? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. So if goodness and mercies are following me all the days of my life, every part of my life is covered. And David had a revelation of it. David understood it. And God is calling you to believe now, to see, not just to believe, to feel, but to believe, to see the manifestation of what God is doing and what God is going to do. Start believing. You're going to see. You will be healed. You will be delivered. You will be set free. You will prosper. Surely. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Surely. Lord. Hallelujah. Surely you will. I love the I love the definition of surely. The definition of surely it emphasizes, listen, it's an emphasis. It emphasizes the speaker's firm belief without doubt, certainly. So when David said, surely, he was emphasizing his belief that had no doubt with it. It was certain. So when David said that in every verse, he used surely as an emphasis. Surely was on it, though you might not read the word surely, but it was on it because of how he spoke it. I love how he started it. Listen how he started a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. Listen, I shall not want. Surely. He knew with God leading him, with God giving him his mindset, with God's thoughts flowing through him, that there would not be a want in his life. Then he starts to describe the things he, he has no problems receiving. 
He as he starts to describe, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. Mm. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, surely I'm not going to fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head, there's that covering of the mind, with oil. My cup, here's your overflow, runneth over. Bottom line, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And as a result, one through five, all areas of life are covered. Everything is covered. And David knew this, and God wants to develop the surely anointing in it on you. But the way it happens is when you begin to know that you know, is what the, the, the axe being laid at that root, that axe being laid at that root, that, that the root of evil that you see when the axe is laid at the root, surely the surely anointing will rest on you. You have his mind. You've been affected agreeably. You know that you know your entire life is covered by his goodness and you surely know it. I'm telling you now, this is what God is doing. And just like Eldonna talked about in her excerpt, those five graces, you see, that, that, that describes every area of life, those five described. And God is reiterating and confirming to you that with his goodness on you, every area of your life is covered. David even said, man, listen, he said, you restore my soul. That means to me that if you go left field, surely you're going to bring me back on course again. He understood that his entire existence was covered with God's goodness. He understood it. That's why, that's why David said things like, if I make my bed in hell, you're right there with me. He had a revelation. Surely, if I mess up, you're still right there with me. And God wants you to know that he doesn't want you to mess up because you know that. But if you do mess up, he wants you to know if you made your bed in hell, he's yes. still right there with you. <laughs> surely, surely. And see, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Surely he's leading me to where I belong. Surely he's leading you. And so God wants us to get our faith from to just feeling this goodness. He wants us in the surely anointing and attitude of things. Surely God will. Hallelujah. In every area. Hallelujah, Jesus. Remember, it's actually his goodness that empowers our authentic faith. God revealed that to me. His goodness is empowering it's giving authentic faith a boost where our faith is in such authenticity because of the goodness of the mind of God. It's authentic. David's all of what he said was so authentic. How could God ever deny David talking like that? Hmm. He didn't deny him. He put it in his word. He called it Psalms, I believe, chapter six. Because David began to sing, or 23, excuse me, Psalms chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. David began to sing and prophesy. And a scribe had to write it down. Because that was the word of the Lord flowing through David. And that was God's mindset on David. That was God's confidence flowing through David. How could God ever deny him? The Lord is my shepherd. If you can say that with that surely anointing, do you know what will happen for your life? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Whoo, my God. It's not just a verse we've been reading. That's a surely declaration. That's a surely anointing right there. Amen. Amen. And that's where God wants us to, be, to believe. Not just to feel his goodness, but to begin to see his goodness. So as you continue in your worship, this wonderful surely anointing is, is falling on your life. You're being detached from whatever would be contrary to the mind and will of God. 
and you are being fully and thoroughly connected to the goodness of God. Surely, surely, it will be all surely, surely God will deliver us. Surely God will provide. Surely God is going to explode in our businesses. Surely the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the Surely. Hallelujah. Yet another confirmation, and I'm about finished here. That uh, uh, another confirmation about the acts. One more confirmation. Well, I can't say one more, but there's another one. In Romans 7 and 18, I wanted to teach 7, 18, 19, 20, to be honest with you. But the Lord said, we'll save that for another day. But Romans 7, 18 says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing or to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Powerful verse of scripture right there. Absolutely powerful. The word perform means this, to do that from which something results or accomplished, or it's accomplished, or it's achieved. In us is no good thing. There in us, we won't find in our flesh the mind of God. It's not there. If you're doing things outside of the will of God, and you're trying to find resolve or reason why you can do it, you're lying to yourself. You cannot perform. There is no performance without God. Because why? The only one good is God. In other words, watch how, watch how this slaps us. The only one good is God, so the only one with the right answer is God. Man. That which you think you wanna do, you can't find out how to really do it because it's not coming from God. Hence, the ax has to be laid at the root. Once you get that ax at that root, you'll stop trying to perform without God. See, you can't bring results in your life without him. Paul said, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. We try to make relationships stick. We try to make all kinds of stuff work that's outside of the will of God oftentimes, and we don't know how to. It doesn't work. Why? Because God never put his mindset on it, so you can't perform it. That which you want to perform, which you feel is good, can't be performed without him. Hence, the ax has to be laid at the root so God can download his will, his thoughts, his mindset to you, and then you'll achieve the results you're looking for. All right. So to perform means to do that which from to do that from which something results. That reminded me of something when I saw the word results. Who's the only result giver? Omega. There's <laughs> alpha. There's the beginning, and then omega, the ending. The word omega means results. He is the omega. He is the results. Only, only results that count and that are good are his. It is his goodness that brings forth the good results we are looking for. Keep the ax at the root. It's God's goodness that has been ordained to bring you desired results. So let his goodness cause your faith to go unto seeing and not just feeling. See, you got to make that exchange in order to really flow in it. You got to make the exchange that, that nothing in this life matters. If you really know God is good and you really know God has the highest and the best results for your life, then you'll let go of your own ambitions. You'll let go of your own. I think Paul said it like this, that our, our righteousness is as filthy rags. You'll let go of the way that you're trying to bring forth and perform and get results. And the only way you can really let go, it's not even let go. It's the ax disconnecting you from the root. 
all of the mistakes and all of the time and all of the things that we fail in can stop today, can stop right now. Let his goodness flow through you. Let his mind, let his word affect you agreeably. And the best way to do that is keep the ax at the root. Honor God with how he purposes in your heart. I promise you, I promise you, you're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You're going to experience God in ways that you only dream about. I promise you. But he has to have the final say, the final authority on everything you're doing. And it's impossible. It stinks. It's so bad. It's impossible to do that without the ax being laid at the root. Don't allow the love of money, the regard for money, I'm telling you, it is the root of all evil. Don't allow it to stop the mindset of God from flowing on you and in you. If you have a money worryation, if you're worried about money, I want that lifted up off you now. Because that one little distraction in finance, it stops and opens the doors for so many mistakes that we make, that we try to produce and we try to perform and we try to get things done. But in actuality, what really drives us is the worryation or the regard for money. We should only regard one thing, and that's God. Amen. Just him. The Lord is your portion. And his goodness will relieve benevolences of all kinds if you let him do it. So allow the ax to just be laid right there at the root. If it's not, say, Lord, put the ax at my root. Disconnect me from anything that evil can flow in. I don't want the mindset of this world holding me back any longer. Hallelujah. Bless God. And that leaves us with this. On next week, starting on Wednesday, we have some case studies. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you what, what's going on. I want to hear what you know uh, on this goodness. Find someone that had the surely anointing and attitude. Explain how and why they had his goodness in and on their lives. Explain how they got there. What, what, what challenged them? What, what did they have to go through? In other words, show the cause of his goodness and the effect of his goodness. All right. It could have been something they were going through that they pressed their way into. Then all this, all of a sudden the outcome was this surely anointing. When they, at the end result of this thing, they ended up in this surely anointing and they had this surely attitude. And, and, and we'll take it from there. There's so many that come to mind just in saying that, that you could see that their, their transition of what they went through. And then all of a sudden they get under the goodness. You see the transformation uh, to where they got God's mind. I think of Esther as one. That's a wonderful case study there. Who ended up in God's mind. And then she ended up with this surely anointing after she got the counsel from God on what to do. Powerful, 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 powerful. So, so just check it out. Look into those uh, as a case study. Find someone that had the surely anointing slash attitude. Explain how and why they had uh, his goodness in and on their lives. In other words, like I said, show the cause of his goodness and the effect of his goodness. And that's for starting on next Wednesday. Text Elder Allison if this is something you want to be with and you want to be involved with. We started on the Moore Group on Wednesday. And if we have enough studies, we will go through on Thursday. But God wants to establish this surely anointing. Try to find where they, you see the ax was laid at the root for them and they got disconnected and they got fully charged by the mind of God. And then the surely anointing came on. Because if you stay here in this level of worship, surely, I'm trying to tell you, surely is going to become your attitude. And that's, that's, that, that, that's without without question. Amen. Amen.
Well, Amen. that's all I got for you guys today. Um, stay in the study. Don't come out. Stay right there. Continue to imbibe while you're in the study. Imbibe the truth of God's goodness being on you. And then begin to extract and begin to believe to see. Start to pull it into the seeing, into the visible realm. Because if his goodness is here affecting your mind agreeably, then his goodness is here to also affect your outward. God is ready to show you miracles, signs, and wonders. He's ready for you to see his goodness. There'll be no fainting on my watch. God bless you guys. Father, we thank you for your word. Amen. We thank you for the anointing. Thank we thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for the truth of your word. We thank you, Master, for revealing your word to us today. We thank you that you want to take our believing from feeling to seeing. I thank you for the manifestation of your power. I thank you for the manifestation of your goodness, all of your benevolence. Amen. I thank you for breakthroughs and all kinds of breakthroughs, healing and deliverance. I thank you for readjusting wrongful thinking. That is your goodness, Lord. That is an outward manifestation of your goodness. I give you glory for doing this. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you for fixing the broken areas of our lives with your goodness. These are outward manifestations, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I give you glory, Lord God, that our faith is going from feeling good, like right now, to seeing good. Thank you. To watching the full manifestation of it all. I give you praise for the surely anointing that's growing and getting stronger. That I can look at my brothers, I can look at my sisters and say, surely you will do this or that for them. Surely I can say you will heal. You will deliver this ministry. You will set us absolutely free. Yes, Surely, Lord God, we will be used as beneficial and useful. Hallelujah, Lord. Give you glory for it, Jesus. Thank you, yes. Lord. I agree with Elder Don. I set my faith in agreement. Finish what you started in all of us. Yes, God. Plead it, Lord Jesus. Bring us to completion. Let us see our salvation yes, in every area of our life. Yes, and God. we give you glory for it. We give you glory for it. Thank you, Jesus. And now with our worship and our giving, lay the axe at, a root, at the root. We give with a violent intention that you will yet again sever more of that root from us. We give with a violent intention, Lord God, that the axe will go ahead and do what's needed to be done. I can feel the severing still, Master. Thank you, Jesus. I can feel you severing. Thank you, Lord. Thank You're you. disconnecting us. Thank You're you. causing us to see you as the source. And we also give with the intent of glorifying you for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, because you're good. We sow because you're so good. We honor you because you are really good. You really are. We honor you because you give us your mindset. You give us your way of thinking. We thank you so much, Master. We thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a few comments. I'm just going to read them real quick here. Praise God. Wow. Sister Latanya, I'm going to get to that one in just a moment. Okay, praise God. There's some. Uh, we start with Elder Allison. She says, amen, amen, amen. Evangelist Darrell says, hallelujah, amen, and amen. Elder Donna says, amen, God. Elder Allison says, surely awesome. Jen says, hallelujah. Amen, Jen. Jay says, amen. And if Latanya doesn't mind, she's, she wrote something here. This entire message 
was for me. It was a reverb of what God ministered to me in the wee hours of the morning. He spoke and advised me that surely, <laughs> go ahead now, he invested too much in me at this time. He further indicated that in all that that has to be done in my life, he will be there. Psalms 23 was his, was his premise or pr promise or premise scripture. There is so much I could share, but this all pricked my heart. I awaken crying and have not stopped throughout the entire message. I see to believe. And I definitely thank God for what he is conveying to my heart and spirit, my spirit man. Hallelujah. Praise Amen, God. Sister Latanya. Amen. I, I'm just I'm just honored that I could be uh, beneficial and useful. I'm honored to be able to share the goodness of God with you and to confirm with what God is doing in your life. I really and truthfully am. And, and Jen, I heard the anointing. I heard in your hallelujah. I couldn't, I didn't just read it, but I could feel your hallelujah. And that praise was really received of God. And he lives in the praises of his people. He's going to come alive for you, Jen in ways that you're waiting on. God is coming alive. He's living in that hallelujah you sent out. And Latanya, be encouraged because God is about to show you everything that in which he said, be encouraged because you're about to see it, not just feel it. I thank God that it's affecting your mind agreeably, but watch the next, the next level. The next time you write a paragraph to us, it's going to be all about what you've seen and what God has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, everyone. Praise God. Well, we're going to honor God. You know what to do. Cash app. You guys know dollar sign True Gospel Men's. Look for the logo. If you're going to Zell, uh, do it uh, True Gospel Men's at AOL.com. But everybody that's on the line, if you have a seed, sow a seed and do it with the intention of being disconnected. Do it with that violent intention of the axe being laid at the root and God severing. And I mean severing you from anything that would be that would try to hold back his mindset. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are the same. I can tell you.